This episode of the podcast is brought to you by auctioning off my underwear to buy a bagel for lunch. Gonna get one dollar, one dollar, two dollar, two dollar, three dollar, going once, going twice, <laughs> sold to the man across from me, Frank. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that knows in Canada you can be red, you can be white, but you can't be blue, eh? I'm Zach. And I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. We're here to talk about a weird one. Yep. Probably Kevin Smith's greatest film uh, cinematic achievement. Until Moose Jaws comes out. I don't. Is that a thing? <laughs> so, so he's working on it because he's making like a trilogy of Canadian movies. Oh, okay. So this was the first one. Then there was Yoga Hauser, and then the third one is Moose Jaws, which is literally just in the title. It just says Jaws, but, but a moose. moose. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're doing Tusk, a bad movie. Yeah, it's not good. It's like really bad. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So, like, people keep saying that like for these movies, for the the Canadian ones, uh-huh. it's like. Tusk is a movie that a couple of people like, but not everybody does. Yoga Hauser is a movie that nobody likes. And then we'll wait and see for Moose Jaws. Yeah, I don't even know what Yoga Hauser is. Um, it's the, you know, like in the scene with when we get into it, but when he goes to the convenience store, the two workers there. Yeah. So that's Kevin Smith's daughter. Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he tried to make a Canadian Jay and Silent Bob oh, with okay. them. But um, it's, um, it's his daughter and then Johnny Depp's daughter. And they run a convenience store that's being taken over by Nazi sausages. Little little small sausages. <laughs> we should have done that one. What that sounds. Fuck? I mean, that sounds more fun than yeah. this because this movie's just gross. Well, yeah, a little bit. Um, Zach, I guess, I guess, go get into it. All I right. guess, give us the rundown. <laughs> I guess we really gotta matter. We gotta cap off at like twenty minutes for this one somehow. Uh, so we are doing Tusk today. Yeah. Came out in two thousand fourteen. Directed by Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. who I, I love Kevin Smith for what he's done. I like I like Kevin Smith as like a person. I've never liked Kevin Smith's movies. What, like clerks? I don't like him as a filmmaker. Clerks? I don't really like Clerks. Mallrats? No. Like I don't know. I just never really found like he has a very specific dialogue. It's like mm-hmm. not it's similar to like Tarantino where like it's like very, it's very, well that, and like, it's also just like very like Tarantino dialogue Yeah. and Kevin Smith has very Kevin Smith dialogue. Yes. And in this movie, I think it actually works the best mm-hmm. that I've had in all the films that I have seen from him. Um, but I don't really think that's even saying much like, <laughs> yeah. So weirdly enough, a 24. Yeah. We're, we're a 24 boys for this one yeah, again. Yeah. So your main cast is Justin Long, who weird to see him always. Uh, he plays Wallace. Well, who's even weirder to see is fucking Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> yes, who plays Teddy, his friend for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you have Genesis Rodriguez, which is a badass name, mm-hmm. who plays Allison, the yeah. girlfriend. You have Michael Parks, who plays Howard Howe. Yeah. You have what a name. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> Howard, how? <laughs> you have Johnny Depp. I know. It's, who plays, I don't know how the fuck he got Johnny Depp I don't Depp in this know movie. either, but he plays Gila Point. Yep. And then, just to throw it in there, you have Lily Rose Depp and Harley Quinn Smith, who play the convenience store workers, yeah. who are the main characters for Yoga House. But, yeah. like, you know, that's... Uh, their parents are popular. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, what this, <laughs> what is film this is movie about, about Frank? <laughs> uh, so, Justin Long has a podcast called The Not Z Podcast. <laughs> so N O T S E E. It's so stupid. And man, like, <laughs> I forgot about that. And watching it, it's like, ooh, yeah. this is a little rough. Um, and basically, long story short, he makes a trip out to Canada and he's like his he initially is he basically like has a podcast that is kind of like review. It's kind of like Tosh.0, but a podcast version. Um, and he goes out there to like find this kid who cut off his leg with a samurai sword. It's like a <laughs> yeah. viral video. And then he goes out there and the kid ended up killing himself. So then he's like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And then he finds like a letter basically. And it's like. Hey, I have really amazing stories to be told. And Justin Long is like, all right, like, I guess I'll go here and, and hear like what this guy's got to say. And long story short, the, <laughs> the man is obsessed and has a very odd fantasy sexual thing going on with walruses. Because mm-hmm. he was saved by, From, a, yeah. I don't know. And he turns Justin Long into a walrus. Yep. And that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need that's to know. That's all with you it. need to know. Oh, it's wow. a weird one, man. I, <laughs> it's very weird. Um, do you do you want to do a pros and cons? Sure. <laughs> you want to do pros first? <laughs> sure. I feel like that's shorter. Uh, you know, actually, I, my pros are actually more than I thought initially because I right. don't. I don't actually look. This movie is not good. Mm-mm. But if you go into this film with a certain mindset, there is enjoyment to be had. Yes. And I actually think that the first, like, quarter of this film, mm-hmm. like, the setup of the movie is actually done very well. I th- Like I said before, I think that Kevin Smith's dialogue is working at its best in this first quarter of the movie. And then, you know, the whole setup and character development I was actually like pretty like all right this isn't terrible like I'm actually genuinely like interested in what's going on um and it's pretty pretty good I think the acting for the most part is actually pretty good as well I never loved Justin Long Mm -hmm. um but I think that I think it's passable pretty I think everybody does a, a decent enough job surprisingly enough I didn't like Johnny Depp's character the most really yeah like I, I, I kind of liked his character <laughs> I I thought the monologue of him giving like the rundown to Teddy and Allison yeah. like in the diner yeah, yeah I thought that was actually a pretty decent scene because I was listening and watching and I was like you know what? This is actually pretty good. Yeah. Like what, what, how he's explaining, like trying to catch this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Howard Howe in the film, I, I think he does a very good Michael job. Michael Parks yeah. did a really good job for this film yeah, in yeah. creating the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoy, uh, I think that he's probably like the best part of the movie. I would agree. Um, he's just got this really just interesting. He, he's kind of like a Hannibal Lecter esque character is like kind of what I get from him. Cause you could tell that he's very intelligent 
he's very suave. He look, he's you know like got a lot of money. He just he just seems like a very like well uh, read, well educated person. Yeah. Um, and I think that like that plays really cool. But then once you get to the point of the walrus, <laughs> like it really just goes, and yeah. like the movie just then just keeps on going, and you're like. Oh, all right. Here we are. Like, all right. I guess. Fuck it. Here we. Like, let, <laughs> this let's is just, where we ended let's, up. Let's just keep going further and further. It's like when you take like one bite of a of a pot brownie, and then you're like, I'm good. And then you take six more bites, <laughs> yeah. and an hour in, you're like, Holy shit! Where did I end up? Yeah. And you know, yeah. I mean, again, I thought that like the first quarter of the movie is actually not a bad film. Like, uh, it's a mm. it's a it's a decent enough setup. And then I think that the movie just goes off the rails. I got to give it to Justin Long for his fainting when yeah. he's sipping the tea. Yeah. That was a good faint. Like yeah. how he got up for a second and just collapsed. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty good. Uh, you know, and then I guess I, I, I can appreciate the practical effects. Yeah, because you know what, man? The fucking, the walrus suit itself because it's <laughs> if you don't know boy oh boy is it sewn together of human flesh yeah it's it's essentially like what ed gein would do like like you know it's very much like a texas chainsaw massacre kind yeah. of like aesthetic to it and i almost felt kind of like a human centipede type feel to yeah, it at there's that point definitely that type of vibe in this movie where it's like the the crawling of the skin feeling yeah. while watching it because i was watching it with my girlfriend jess and like she was like into it at first when I told her the idea because she loves Kevin Smith. Does she? And then she also thought that the idea of the film was just funny. And then when she sees the wall where she's like, I don't like this. What anymore. is this? Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's what she said. She was like, "What is this movie?" And I was like, "Oh, it's kind of like a horror comedy." I was like, "I don't want to watch this anymore." Yeah, because that's kind of what it is. It it's is a shock value type. Thing. Yeah, I think that that's kind of like what what really derails the film is that Kevin Smith just stopped caring about the plot and, 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 and stopped <laughs> what do you caring mean about, it's a walrus <laughs> plot like it just and then it just kind of went for pure shock value mm -hmm. and i don't know i mean i guess in a way it's successful in the simple fact that it's grotesque and and very just gross looking and it does make you kind of like wince a little bit when yeah. you do see the walrus for the first time but it's just such a bizarre plot like mm -hmm. that it's so like it, this is such a niche film that you can't just show this to anybody I and know. be like oh this, this is what the movie is like it's so so specific to the type of person that likes these kind of movies because this is very much like a B movie like yeah. it's a very very specifically like a B horror film you know I, I would almost put this in like a cult following type film yeah like i i want to say in 10 years this will become like a cult classic to some people yeah and you know it's just like if, if you have like a friend that is just like who just loves like terrible horror films that are very gory and very disturbing and the plot like he, they don't care about the plot they don't care about anything it's just like they just enjoy how ridiculous it is because mm -hmm. i think that the, the, for i think for some people this is kind of like your and mine's Evil Dead Part Two, where like it's so like ridiculous yeah. and and it and it is a horror comedy, um and you know like everybody like people who really really love the Evil Dead Two like really really love it like us, mm -hmm. and then I 
but it's definitely not for everybody. No. And I think that this movie is kind of going to like fall in that, in that kind of a limbo space as well, where it's definitely not for everybody, but the people who do enjoy it are just fully accepting of all of its flaws and they don't care about like how bad it is. They know that it's bad. Yeah. But that's why they love it. That's why like, and I have like a a couple of little like fun facts for the film. Mm -hmm. So weirdly enough, uh, Kevin Smith reached out to Tarantino I know, to play yeah. to play uh, Johnny Depp's character. Yes, <laughs> and he turned it down because he didn't think that he could play the part. Yeah, but Tarantino for some reason thought that he was going to be playing Wallace, the main yeah. character. So that's where like it got confused. Yeah. So had anything been cleared up, we could have gotten Tarantino to play the main character, which is odd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith blew most of his budget on the song Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. When they're having like the, the final walrus fight scene, oh air quote. Oh my God, that is fucking disturbing. Yes, it, it's a weird scene. Even so too, like the fact that like he cut out his tongue. So like he can't. At that point, you're just seeing Wallace making like these horrible grunting sounds. Yeah. And like flopping. Yeah. Which is. At those points, I was like, good job for the horror aspect. Yeah. Like, it's actually disturbing. Yeah, for sure. And then this whole concept of the film was made up pretty much on the spot on one of Kevin Smith's podcasts. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but he has like seven podcasts that he does. <laughs> no. He does a lot. He does one like with his daughter. He does one with like his friends. He did one with like the guys from Comic Book Men. Mm-hmm. And then he has like three other ones where it's literally just him where he smokes weed and he just talks about whatever. Oh, okay. But... On one of them, he came up with the idea of this just on the whim. Was like, hey, what do you guys think if like I made a movie where some guy turns somebody else into a walrus? <laughs> and then he put up on his Twitter as like, walrus yes or walrus no, like for hashtags. Yeah. And enough people said yes. And he was like, fuck it, I'm making it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I, I guess those are like all my pros. I, I don't. There's not like. For what it is, mm-hmm. I it guess is a it, movie. It, it is it is definitely a movie. But yeah, I mean, I guess obviously the biggest issue is just how ridiculous it goes and just again like how much he kind of just puts the plot aside and then just goes for strictly like shock value. Yeah, because you know, and and something that I noticed too like a couple of times that he did was he did a very Tarantino-esque thing of you know how Tarantino does it where he has, like, the camera set and the then zoom he zooms out? Yeah. out? Yeah. He does that a lot in this film. Mm-hmm. And you have that when it's like, oh, Wallace wakes up and his leg is gone and, like, yeah. his arms are, like, sewn together. Yeah. And it does that and it shows everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of those shots, I was like, wow, pretty awesome. But then you have weirder ones where it's, like... Allison and Teddy like are in the mansion and they're looking down the stairs and it zooms out and you're like, why? Why did I need that shot? Yeah. You know, I could have done with like, so one issue that like doesn't make any sense and like is so stupid is the whole relationship with Teddy and Allison because it's just like, why do we need this? Why do we need this? And also like... I, like there's weird flashbacks in the movie. Yeah, I did and not it's, like and, that. And it's like her telling him that like I know you've cheated on me. Meanwhile, she's cheating on him. Yeah, with his best friend who does the podcast. Who does the podcast? And I've been cheating on you with your dog. And then when you get to the end of the movie, mm-hmm. 
they're still together. Yeah. And, like, they just go visit him as the walrus, and then she throws him a fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you, you going to bring him a cheeseburger? But, like, the thing is, right, like, you have to understand, like, if, if this movie mm-hmm. is somewhat based in reality, he's still a person. Yes. He's not an actual walrus. So you don't bring the man raw fish to eat. <laughs> well, well, I kind of agree with what they did in the film because after killing Howard, he fully went walrus. It's because as as Howard and Wallace are fighting as walruses, because that's them. a strange scene it's of so Howard putting on another suit. suit. It's so fucking weird. And like just saying, like you must become the walrus at this point. Yeah, and them fighting and once he finally like ends up killing him with his tusks then he full-blown goes walrus and at that point i'm led to believe that he no longer has his humanity left but he does he does yes because he cries at the end when allison drops that line where she's like what separates whatever people from animals is emotion or whatever it is yeah and then like he like cries a little bit and then it's like, oh, he still has his humanity, but she's still eating a fish, and she's still banging his best friend. Yeah. It's so... Because it's well, a- that was the thing, too, is like, just afterwards was like, why not just take him out of the suit? And I'm like, well, one, he believes he's a walrus at this point, and two... It's going to take way too much surgery to you like... You can't really take him out of the suit. No. Plus, he's also got no legs and no arm. Or, and, uh, well, his arms, arms are like are sewn there, together. Yeah, but he's got no legs he's, anymore. I think he's got one leg. No, they're both gone. Oh, but, oh but yeah, that's when, right. When he's yep. on the table yeah, and they he's all it out. Yeah, he's, he's got no legs. And then he doesn't have a tongue, so like... Can't talk. It's same thing as like um, the eyes of my mother. It's like, what the fuck do you do? Like, how do you go on yeah. with like no tongue and no eyes? Yeah. Not nearly as good as Eyes of My Mother, though. I like Eyes of My Mother. We should do that again. I really like that movie a lot. We'll talk about that now. I was, I, was actually, I was actually thinking about that movie like two days ago, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, that movie's fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a very, very strange movie. But again, I think that if you do go into this film with the right mindset of just knowing how ridiculous it is and, and knowing just how how bad it is and that it could be one of those films that is so bad that it's good... You can have enjoyment here, but if you're if you are like a person who is genuinely interested in like real filmmaking, you know, again, <laughs> it's the, not the movie. It's for just you. not. I mean, it, it, the thing, it, the strange thing is, it's like it is actually like a coherently made film. Like, yes, it looks very good. Like the cinematography, the lighting, and all that. Like, the it, music it, isn't bad it's, either. The music's decent. Like, it's all like actually helmed pretty well and that's not like that i think that's what i mean by i think that it might be kevin smith's best film Mm -hmm. because from the actual like filmmaking standpoint like it's probably it is probably his best yeah but well he also did red state i don't know if you ever saw i didn't like red state that Mm -hmm. much i thought it was just like a so so action whatever i was like eh, whatever it was like his first like serious movie that he made i thought it was isn't that the one uh no that's not is it the one with no no no, uh, you're thinking of red yeah 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 yeah, yeah. with uh fucking all the old people (laughs) (laughs) bruce willis is in that yeah 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 Yeah. uh he has a badass scene in that movie i think red is actually like a pretty fun like Mm. action movie but bruce willis has the most yeah he is yeah it's all just like a bunch of old people that just have no business being in in an act it's basically the expendables but (laughs) with like actual old people and not like old people (laughs) on Steroids. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> and Jason Statham are in it. No. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, back mm. to Tusk for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's um, just chugging along through this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, but again, like it is actually like a coherently made film. Yeah, um, it's just so wacky that that you really have to give yourself to it to like truly enjoy it and. I don't think that a person who is like, oh man, I'm into like obscure horror films. Like, I don't think that this is for them. Yeah. Like this is for people who like bad movies. Cause mm-hmm. I think, I guess in a way that there is an aspect of this film that it is self-aware mm-hmm. of how ridiculous it is. So there is that kind of like redeeming quality about it. Yeah. But- almost like evil dead Two, where it's like he, Sam Raimi knew that this was being meta. Yeah, exactly. And I think that this movie does have that kind of uh, that that meta-ness about it. But again, you're not going to... If you're into like real films and like true like great dialogue and whatever it is, and, and you're like, oh, I want to like watch like an indie horror film, mm-hmm. this is not the movie for you. But if you like garbage, (laughs) this is for you. I did appreciate, though, like when Wallace is trying to explain what a podcast is to Howard. And I'm like, yep, that's about how I try to explain it to my grandma, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not really much else to say. It's a a very odd movie. It is. It's got some decent special effects or some different uh, practical effects. Uh, But it's just uncomfortable and gross and weird and... I, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, that's why, like, if that's what Kevin Smith was really going for, then, then Bravo. Successful. Yeah, yeah he, he did it right because it came out weird. And boy, I haven't seen any movie quite like this. Yeah, no. Uh, anything else, Zach, about no, that, this movie? <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Um, I liked it overall. Did you? I did. I, I want to say I, I give it a six out of ten. <laughs> just on like the majority standpoint of yeah, it yeah, yeah. it's I, fun and i like weird obscure movies like this but like you said it's not a movie for everybody definitely not a movie for everybody um zach do you have a recommendation i do have a recommendation oh. it's more of like a generalized recommendation okay but i recommend the art of tattooing so I, I see your eyes coming over to me for a second there i just don't what do you mean by that so Obviously, like in this day and age, it, it's now I, there was like studies revealed about it where it's like one third of the population has at least like one tattoo. Mm-hmm. So it's growing in size of like how many people have them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much covered. You have a few. Yep. And there's a lot of speculations with people that get tattooed where it's like they love pain. I don't think a lot of them like pain. I don't like it. It's more just so like having the art itself displayed on your body and that's where i think the art of tattooing is really unique because it's been around for centuries and it's just a pure form of expression of who you are and what you like and i have like weird ones i have my dog as a samurai on my leg and that's that's for me that's fun like something that like shows what your personality is Mm -hmm. and i think it's a really cool idea to have where you can showcase to people this is who you are without ever saying a word to them. Yeah. And then get to know them off of something like that, like starting up a conversation like, hey, what does that mean? I think that's a really cool idea. And now that the tattoo industry is expanding, obviously during like this time frame of COVID, it's a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah. But the idea of 
celebrities having a bunch of tattoos and like normal people having tattoos it's not like it was in the 80s where it's so underground that if you have one you're a delinquent yeah yep so i i really enjoy the aspect of that and so many artists coming forward and just producing incredible work mm-hmm. that could be displayed in a museum yep and instead it's displayed on a person's body and they get to carry that around with them yeah and be a personal museum mm-hmm. so art of tattooing cool frank what are we doing next we are doing a good movie, actually. <laughs> uh, and that is going to be David Fincher's Seven. Ooh, okay. I think this is like our third Fincher film. We did Fight Club and we what else? We did Fight Club and we did Social Network. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot so that he did that. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's one yeah. of our guys now. Yeah. I, I feel like that's it for him. No. He's got more. Does he? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I cool. like Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Too so. bad you don't get to see it. But Yeah, I know. I <laughs> wish we could. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so look forward to us talking about Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zachary, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank. <laughs>